definitely human. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the International Worldwide Global Biscuit Review Podcast, a podcast for the post-hope generation. I'm David Price. And I'm David Knight. And this week, we're reviewing Viscounts. Uh, uh, no, what? okay, you... <laughs> you can calm down. I can see you're a little agitated. That was a joke. I know we're not doing Viscounts today. That was a reference... For the fans, you know, the reference is kind of like a, an in-joke for mm-hmm. the fans because we've talked about Viscounts before. You're just trying to cash in on like the Marvel thing. You see how much money <laughs> they're making. We won't have any jokes. We won't have any actual gags as such. We'll just have references. Yeah, some people callbacks. say references and callbacks are sort of a cheap and lazy substitute for actual content. I disagree. I think this is exactly what the Empty Bliss lifestyle is all about. Yeah, it also rewards consumption as well. Exactly. the more you consume, the more you, you get used to and get on board with all the callbacks and the references. Great point. Milk boy, uh, is this is this you having a pop at my pale complexion? <laughs> no, it's, I didn't get much sun you, this year. Okay, milk boy. The fans are loving this. I'm very confused right now. I think I think I'm offended. I'm going to check afterwards to make sure if I am offended. But I think I'm offended right now. Absolutely no need to be. We're all just having a great time. Merry Christmas. Well, yeah, Merry Christmas. Okay, at least that's <laughs> something we can agree on. Merry Christmas. Should we? Tell people what biscuit we're reviewing. Right. Yes, I thought. We yeah. Would, I, I wasn't sure because usually we allot some time for like banter at the start of the show, and I wasn't sure. Yeah. I'm a little bit rusty. I mean, we're both a little bit rusty. We well, haven't done this in a while. Exactly. It's been a little while, so yeah, that's that's forgivable. So you know, treat us with kid gloves while we get back up to speed. Yeah. Thanks for bearing with us. Uh, this week we're reviewing Le Petit Beurre. Are you sure? Uh, let me <laughs> let me try again. Le Petit Beurre. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Now I know what we're reviewing. Now I know. And as always, we'll be judging the biscuit on three categories. Taste, texture, and biscuitness. Mm. Mm. 
Before we actually get into uh, dissecting this biscuit, we should probably explain a little bit about where we've been. So appreciate it's been a little while since yeah. the last episode came out, which is the McBitty's Gold Bar, if you haven't listened to that. Um, well, I guess the short explanation is Empty Bliss. Well, that went fantastically. Yeah, it was a huge success. I know. It seems there's a lot of people out there who enjoy booking holidays to Dubai on their credit card, mm-hmm. eating at uh, chain restaurants. They I love, love chain that. Restaurants. Uh, Marks and Spencer meal deals, fantastic. Premium mediocre. Exactly. It's the premium mediocre life. A lot of people, they, they were into that. They wanted to learn more about it. They wanted to get the most out of it. And they wanted to give us £10,000 for they our did, yeah. patented exclusive course. And that is the only place you can get that information. So that has gone really well for us and for them and for them yeah 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 we are so blessed like we have we have had some oh my god we have had some some messages and some emails uh, from people um worried mm. about us uh you know fans obviously mm. friends family um but we're fine yeah no i mean we're, we're better than fine really yeah for people who didn't hear back from us um sorry yep I mean, my bad. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you were upset. Uh, is what I'm saying. Because uh, we were busy out there spreading the anti bliss philosophy and bringing empty bliss to other people as well. Now I mean, we got to a point where that could have been us done. We could have just lived off yeah. that. We could have lived very well off that. We could have been living in premium, mediocre, ready meals from mm. Marks and Spencer or Waitrose, even for the rest Wait, of our days. Waitrose, yep, yeah. not not Harrods, but Waitrose certainly. No, Harrods is is premium. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's not what premium mediocre. And that's about. not what we're about. Exactly. Yeah. No, we, we did very well off that. Like I said, lots of people, they wanted to pay, uh, willingly paid um, without any coercion yep. or mis-selling. They had the facts and they paid up their money and we did fantastically well out of that. But uh, we um, we felt it was selfish though to just go away, enjoy very the money, selfish. spend the yeah. money and live the premium mediocre way. And we wanted to give something back from all the people who have given to us, who we have also given back to for the full value of £10,000 per head. We wanted to give more back to them than they gave to us, because that's just the kind of people we are. Exactly. And we think more people could benefit from the anti-bliss lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So we want to spread that message as well. So Mm -hmm. as it is coming up to Christmas, the season of goodwill and giving of gifts, which is what season is really, really all about in the anti bliss mm-hmm. world, you know. It's get a fake tree and then just go through a catalogue and tick off what you want. Yeah. And ask people what they want as well. Don't leave it up to chance. And if you're not sure on what sort of decorations to get for your tree, just have a walk around um, your local supermarkets. They've usually got some good layouts you can probably copy them. Exactly. And you, you really want to be getting anything with kind of gold on it. Mm, uh, yes. Gold and silver really are kind of yeah. the two colours you want. Yeah, so uh, we've got a little gift. For everyone mm. related to this show and what we're trying to do but you're gonna have to wait oh what could be more christmasy than anticipation when on christmas day you gotta wait to have your lunch until yeah. you get your you know sega master system even though it's 2002 <laughs> and everyone else has got a playstation 2 um so yeah so if you stay tuned to the end of the show we'll reveal what is going to be coming with IWGBRP. Is that the first time you've uh, abbreviated the title of this show? Yeah, possibly, but that's part of the new Empty Bliss philosophy. It rolls off the tongue much easier. Yeah, you want to be abbreviating as much as possible, really. And you want to abbreviate abbreviations, so you don't say ASAP, you say ASAP. Mm. IA. I agree. Yeah. A little bit confusing that one, but it'll catch on. That could be part of the new Empty Bliss program, but you will uh, have to pay to find out. Mm. But um, before we get to that little treat, we should uh, do the old-fashioned. 
and talk about what we're wearing today. Yeah, I thought you were going to say, let's finally talk about the biscuit, which is the subject <laughs> of this show. But no, let's talk about what we're wearing. I mean, you know exactly who I am, just looking at me, right? Um, are you uh, Dog Tanyon from the Disney film of The Three Musketeers? Is <laughs> the dog dressed up as D'Artagnan? No, 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 I'm, I'm not Dog Tanyon. You know, I think you're having a little fun. I think you know... Uh, obviously, we were reviewing a French biscuit. Well, that's why I said D'Artagnan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dressed as France's most heroic historical figure. Um, who could that be? One of the greatest military generals in history. Okay. A revolutionary. Mm-hmm. He saw the crown of France lying on the ground and he picked it up with his sword. Uh, Joan of Arc? Okay, enough games. You know who I am. My French history is not great. What if I stand like this? Robespierre. Napoleon Bonaparte. Who? Napoleon Bonaparte. What do you mean who? You know you know who I am. Is I it... thought we were supposed to be on the same side. That, that, isn't that what this, this uh, empty bliss this lifestyle isn't... is all about? You and me were on the same side. You know who I am. Oh, right. Yeah, you know sorry. I'm Napoleon. Yeah, sorry. It's no... like the most famous costume yeah. I've worn yeah. so far. I've seen the film. I have seen the oh, film. God. Now it's coming back to me. I have seen the film with R- Russell, Russell Crowe <laughs> on, a, on a boat. But it looks great. Whatever. I mean, the, the, the Napoleon costume looks fantastic. You've got the, the cool little hat. Yes. You've got the nice uh, jacket with a sash. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, it looks great as Napoleon, who who I'm aware of. And I, I applaud your uh, dress. Um, chapeau, as they, as they say in France. <laughs> take my cap off to you. Well, well, good, good, good. I'm glad you're starting to take me more seriously. Because, uh, you know, I feel a bit of a, an affinity with Napoleon. Came from humble beginnings, mm-hmm. had some pretty uh, revolutionary ideas, um, and he always looked on the bright side of life. Optimist, yeah? He's an optimist. Okay. I, I have a little uh, quote from him, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. I'd just like to read it, and you, you'll see what I mean. Uh, it's an extract from his big boy diary. Uh, January 1st, 1817. To bear misfortune was the only thing wanting to my fame. I have watched... Should I be doing this in a French accent? If you could. <clears throat> to bear misfortune was the only thing wanting to my fame. I have worn the imperial crown of France, the iron crown of Italy. England has now given me a greater and more glorious one. For it is that worn by the saviour of the world, the crown of thorns. So it has your Jesus complex as well then. (laughs) No, he's saying he's fallen on hard times, but actually that's good for his public image. Okay. You know, it kind of adds to the legend of of his kind of character. So do you think that he's like, he would be a prime candidate for Empty Bliss? Do you think he'd go for Empty Bliss? That's what I'm saying. You can teach him about how to do the best shots on Instagram from a Jamie Oliver chain restaurant to get upwards of 12 likes. I think I think he is quite empty bliss because he rose up through French society, mm-hmm. but for quite a long period of that time, he hated the French. <laughs> he wanted to like make Corsica like its mm-hmm. own independent place, and mm-hmm. then he was like, "Nah, I'll just stick with France." <laughs> <laughs> I can give Corsica independence, or I could conquer France. He should have renamed France New Corsica. <laughs> that, I'm I'm pretty sure that's what it was all building up to. <laughs> That is sick. I know exactly who you are. I can tell straight away from the suit. Well, okay. After hubris comes nemesis. <laughs> so take it away, David. No, Where no. am I? No, you can you can smirk all you like. You've had your fun with mm. me pretending that you don't know who Napoleon is, even though it's very obvious. And now you're dressed as Richard Nixon as per, and you're acting like, oh, you've got a little you got you got that face that you do when you have a little secret. I know you don't have a secret. 
listeners, he had a secret. Okay, I'm going to say three words to you, David, see if you can guess, all right? Okay, here we go. Education, education, education. <laughs> you can tell, though, you can tell he's wrong. You can tell that he's been bamboozled. Uh, well, but you're wearing the same suit. Mm, incorrect, incorrect. See, listeners, I'm actually wearing a red tie. I know sometimes as the Richard Nixon, in the Richard Nixon suit, I did wear a kind of a, a burgundy tie on a couple of occasions, um, which I then had to dye black after I spilled tea on it. But this time I've got a new tie, which has been paid for out of the proceeds of the anti-bliss uh, program. Um, and I have this red tie on. You uh, kind of get in a feel for who, who I might be. Are you not content with sort of defanging Nixon, that you've set your sights on someone who many people around the world mm. kind of see on a similar level, I would say? But there's, there's multiple perspectives and different angles to everyone. <laughs> and part of the empty bliss thing is that you only show people the one angle, which is the angle of you consuming things, which you show them on Instagram. So yeah, so I've chosen to dress as someone who has complete self-assuredness in the even in the face of completely uh, conflicting facts and um, <laughs> moral questions. Um, and yeah, and I'm going to say no. Actually, yeah, our most premium mediocre leader. You're going to start singing the song. Things can only get better. I am not a crook. I am not Richard Nixon. I'm Tony Blair. You know, I'm just so thrilled that you're a different person. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you for thinking outside the box. Well, it doesn't look like you've actually changed the costume. You just changed the name. Mm -hmm. It's still inside the box, really. Yeah, well, kind of. But that's also part of the anti-bliss thing because doing deep changes mm. to yourself is hard. The best thing to do, the, the shortcut, the easy thing to do is to kind of stay the same, but just with a few little accents and to tell people that you're different and then just hope that they go along with it. You've convinced me. I love it. There we go. Okay, then. So the ground is set. Mm. Let's deal with the biscuit. Le petit beurre. Le petit beurre. Le petit beurre. Have you been to France? Yeah, lots of times. Oh, yeah. Do you like it? It's okay. Okay. Well, it seems like this is a good place to start with the biscuit. You're not like so in love with it. You don't hate it. So, yeah, you know, your right. judgment of the biscuit can remain objective. Yeah, because I'm, I'm very neutral. As you can tell, I'm I'm very, I'm a neutral perfect. guy. This is the perfect place to be for the petit beurre. Le petit beurre, sorry. I translated it to English then. Bilingual <laughs> 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 like that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, the, it's the le petit beurre. And it's specifically the LU. I don't know whether they say lu or LU, but the... LU brand Le Petit Beurre. For those of you uh, who don't speak advanced French like uh, myself and uh, my co-host here, Petit Beurre translates to small bear. Um, yeah. I, I didn't have time to actually check that, but yeah. That means sounds right. Yeah. Bear, beurre. Yeah, exactly. So small bear biscuits. And the LU, so there's this, this is all related to the story. So basically they're invented in 1886 by Louis Lefebvre, Lefebvre, Utile. Maybe. In, I, should I have dressed as him? Um, I'm not sure there's any images of him, but perhaps he dressed similar to Napoleon. I mean, he's French. So. Yeah. Would they have been contemporaries? I think maybe Napoleon was a bit earlier. Napoleon died in 1821. Oh, R.I.P. But yeah, uh, so Le Petit Beurre actually translates to Little Butter. Invented in 1886 by Louis Lefebvre Utile in Nantes in France. Um, apparently inspired by English 
biscuits at the time, which is a big red flag. So I think mm-hmm. as we have mm-hmm. established so far, the English biscuits, the hobnobs, chocolate digestives, mm-hmm. the bourbons. Yeah, that's, was that tra- that's sick. Troubling. Were you almost sick? <laughs> I, was, I was almost sick for a second when you, <laughs> when you were talking about, yeah, the English biscuits. Mm. Well, an interesting fact for you. While he invented the biscuit in 1886 and fabricated a biscuit cutter in the same shape as the biscuit mm-hmm. in that year, he didn't actually apply for the trademark with the non-commercial court until three years later on the 9th of April, 1889. That is an interesting fact. I know. Thank you for giving me that interesting fact. It's amazing what you can read on Wikipedia these days. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a valuable, such a valuable resource. Is that why you regularly donate to it? <laughs> uh, so uh, we will be once we have more positive cash flow with the empty bliss movement we will certainly be making a donation to yeah. uh, jimmy wales and his fantastic compendium of factoids um so yeah so the the l the lu thing so mr lefebvre utile his uh second name was the name of his parents LU, the initials, right. his dad started his company, LU, they make confectionery in the Pays de Loire region of France, I think. So they kind of like started the Le Petit Beurre and then other people kind of popped up and like started making similar ones because, you know, it's not a complex thing, it's a biscuit. Um, so he rebranded it Le Veritable Petit Beurre. Oh. I know. I like that. That's a good yeah. little, you know. Le Veritable. Yeah. Le Veritable. David and David. Exactly, except no imitations. Yeah. So maybe we'll re- rebrand this, the veritable International Worldwide Global Biscuit Review podcast. But I get kind of tongue-tied and a little bit lispy on the <laughs> title as it is at the moment. So actually, I'm not going to add another multi-syllable word to the title. So yeah, so they're still called LU after the Lefebvre-Utier family. And they keep that today. So, you know, it feels nice and, and local. Like, you know, you're getting a little taste of uh, this little biscuit company from Nard. Yeah, local little French biscuit, mm. just from around the corner. Uh, it's now owned by Mondelez International. Oh, okay. He bought it off Kraft Foods. Um, right. Who themselves acquired it from uh, Danone. Okay, um, but I think you'll agree. Still, very just. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, it's sort of it's sort of rustic and authentic, not necessarily in like an actual way, but it, but the look of it, the aesthetic of it is exactly. And again, you know, I don't want to keep hammering on the empty bliss thing, okay? Because you can go to the empty bliss website at www.emptybliss.cz. I'm not going to explain why why we're registered in the Czech Republic, okay? There's certain <laughs> tax advantages and legal uh, benefits of being so, and to get more information on empty bliss. Um, but yeah, I think that's very, this fits in with the empty bliss thing, you know, it's kind of, you, you get a fake having, mm. you know, a rustic vintage biscuit to get an actual rustic vintage biscuit, a hard, no one wants to do something which is hard yep. and B quite possibly actually expensive because you actually have to pay because someone has made this with their time, which is valuable. And we don't want to be doing that. I want to be a tourist. Yeah. So do I. So if you want to take, take a look at the packet. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I like the packet a lot. It's kind of got like a matte finish to it, yeah. hasn't it? You know? And what color is that? It's like prawn? Um, It's kind of lighter than prawn. It's, um, I don't know, it's kind of like Financial Times pink. Yes. You know? That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, the layout is quite nice. They're trying to evoke the humble French cafe with a little illustration in the background there. Oh, yeah. Great. Okay. Um, they also have... I'm assuming that's wheat and butter. Very uh, wholesome. And then also there's just just a big load of salt. There's a big pile of salt there. 
<laughs> so they're not hiding anything. No. And just a big old picture of the biscuit, so you know what you're getting. I say one thing about this compared to the British biscuits, which we always have to bring it back to because that is our heritage. That's where we're from. Uh, for better or for worse. For worse. For worse. Yeah. If you saw that on a shelf, it wouldn't stand out cause I feel like British biscuits is always like a bright red package yes. or like, you know, a bright yeah. blue package. And, you know, I've expressed my distaste of blue packaging for confectionery before, mm-hmm. so we won't get into that again. But this is kind of like quite a quite a subtle. It is. And, and the shape of the packet as well, it's kind of like a box. Mm. Yeah. If I saw this on a shelf, I, yeah, I wouldn't think it was biscuits. I'd think it was probably like some kind of health bar or something. Yeah. Like a pack of health bars. Do you know what I would think? Well, it was too expensive for me. Yes, that's right. I think the the subtle tastefulness of the packaging, mm. the fact that it doesn't look like your Maryland cookies, your hobnobs, your chocolate digestives, it made me think, oh, what's this? This is a posh person's biscuit. This is going to be too fancy for me. But do you know how much they were? Oh, let me let me guess. Mm-hmm. The fans are loving this. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. This is all good. Um, <laughs> you can guess along at home too. Write your guess down on a piece of paper hand it to a friend so that mm. they can see it and verify that you've got this guess correct. And you'll have the answer shortly. Yeah, and this is going to be a special moment between you and your friend. Exactly. See if you can guess just from the expression in their eyes. And if you don't have a friend with you, perhaps ask a neighbor, um, go to a shop, perhaps call up someone. Um, if you don't have any numbers, you can call 999 or 911. <laughs> yeah, they'll fine. always answer the yeah. phone. Um, They're always happy to help. No job too small. That's their motto, isn't it? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to guess, looking at these this box, mm-hmm. uh, looking at the kind of the layout, the colors, um, the font, the size, I'm going to guess 15 English pounds. <sighs> my friend, my friend. I'll give you one more guess. H- higher, lower? Lower. Oh. Mm. Uh, oh God, um... does, it, does it say how many are in the box first? For all, all anyone knows, I've just given you a pallet full of biscuits. <laughs> There's uh, six, seven portions per pack, it says. Six, seven portions. What's six, sevens? No, Four, six, six or seven. What? Six to seven portions per pack. So it's kind of, you know, depending on how greedy you are, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, greed is a subjective thing. Or was it just how they felt at the factory that day? <laughs> yeah. There's a French know. guy there. Uh, how many put in the pack? <laughs> uh, and uh, six to seven. Or six to seven. Six? Six, set? Un, deux, trois, quatre, set. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I do know, obviously, but, you know, we don't want to alienate the listeners. No, exactly, yeah. Um, although it would provide greater engagement for our French listeners, uh, of which there might be one, I don't know. Yeah, maybe a couple. Yeah. Uh, call in. Yeah, yeah call in. We, um, if you don't have our number, you can call uh, <laughs> 911, whatever the emergency number is in France, and yeah. I'm sure they'll be able to tell you how to find out <laughs> someone's phone number. Yeah. Uh, let us know by the end of the show. Uh, okay, so thirteen ninety nine English pounds. Okay, I'm going to put you out of your misery. Okay. okay, yeah, one pound. No, yes, one English pound. Yeah, they were on offer. I don't know what they are okay. usual price, but I, still, you know, it's probably fifteen English pounds. Quite possibly, <laughs> yeah, quite possibly they had yeah like a ninety five percent price cut. But yeah, I thought I thought it was good value. So That's very good value. Is it premium mediocre? I don't know. Maybe it looks expensive, but it's actually quite cheap. That is kind of premium mediocre all over. So um, we've looked at the packet. We've talked about the look of the thing. Guessed what the price might be. Presumably, there's lots of other things we can talk about before we have to actually eat the biscuit. Kind of weird. I just analysing this packet mm. a little bit more. So it's got a picture of a boulangerie on the front. You know, the cafe where you can go and have your biscuits. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's got a close sign on the door. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's Ooh, the subtext here? Is that's it like you being like, yeah, I mean, like, oh great, I'm in France, I'm in Nantes, I'm gonna go to my <laughs> lovely little cafe, have a little coffee and a biscuit before I go and sleep with someone's wife. Oh shit, the boulangerie is closed. Oh fuck it, I'll just go and buy a pack of biscuits and go home. And then you pick up a packet of Le Petit Beurre. What if you open the packet and there's nothing inside? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, there, there might not be a huge amount of biscuits inside. Not as they look on the packet anyway. Oh, uh, okay. Because I actually dropped this when I was getting out of the car. Right. What's going to be inside is a little bit of a mystery. I'm kind of excited and kind of worried, but we'll find out shortly. Okay, um, right, I shall uh, let you take one as well. Monsieur. Monsieur. That's French. Oui, oui. <laughs> oh. Okay, so it's a nice little kind of rectangular one. Oh, oh, get that a smell. Oh. <laughs> Le petit beurre, oh. Monsieur. This is no, there's Ooh. nothing petty about the beurre in this. Well, well, well. This is... Uh... Napoleon blown apart by taste buds. <laughs> mm. Oh my god! Wow! Oh. Oh. You can smell the calories. Oh, that smells fantastic, it does, doesn't it? They got a nice look to it. They kind of got um, I don't know. They kind of a little bit overcooked. But they've probably made it so that it looks that way on purpose. Yeah, probably. Um, and on the front it says Petit Lou Alu Non. I actually have a few little uh, bits of uh, information about the, the biscuit itself. I hope it's about the markings around mm. them. Yes, it is. Oh, really? Yes, your wish is uh, my command. command. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So Le Petit Beurre is decorated with four corners in the shape of ears. Mm. Mm. Okay. Maybe ears of corn, perhaps? I right. 14, I'm re- reading this verbatim now. This is not me kind of interpreting. 14 teeth in length. Yeah. Okay. 10 teeth in width or 52 teeth in total? Which is how many teeth a human mouth has. Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> is that what it's supposed to symbolize? Yeah. So basically the teeth. So, I mean, you can look it up, but there's like kind of slight indentations on the biscuit, which they've taken to calling teeth. Maybe something was lost in translation. I mean, I guess they kind of look like teeth. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. If you could imagine some kind of organism that was just a square with uh, teeth all around it. <laughs> Just some horrible hell creature just, yeah, yeah, writhing around, gnashing its teeth. It's butter, isn't it? That's the smell. It's just butter. Yeah, it's just fucking pure butter. Oh. Like cooked butter. Brown butter. Yeah. Oh, God. Actually, sorry, Mm. Dave. I'm sorry. Can I just pull you back to the the numbers here? We've got some, like, Illuminati, like, mind calendar shit going on with the numbers, okay? So, yeah, we've got the four corners in the shape of ears, 14 teeth in length, 10 in width, two sets of 24 on the teeth, and add the four ears and all the teeth together, yeah, 52. Apparently, these numbers could be interpreted as the four seasons, 52 weeks of the year, and 24 hours in a day. What's the fucking point of that? (laughs) Apparently, the, the, the famous slogan, apparently, I've only seen this in one place, and this makes me want to have it. Four ears and 48 teeth. That's the slogan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Absolutely freakish abomination of a biscuit, mm. but it smells so good. Oh, hoo, hoo. And on the back, 
it's um, sort of crisscrosses, isn't it? Yeah. It's a very texturally exciting biscuit. It is. This is one for the design aficionados mm. out there. I think that's a Spanish word. Well, I think I, I'm salivating yes. a lot now. Yes. So I think I need to have a little bite. <sighs> ah, just a moment. Chest pains. <clears throat> Goodness me. All right. So my experience then... Bitter, side chewing. I was like, yeah, it's kind of a bit like a like a malted milk or something. Mm. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the butter and salt taste hit me. Yeah, and it was like, dun, 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 bam, 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 bam. Yes, it's like I've just exactly. tried like the biscuit equivalent of acid or something. Yeah, for a split second, it's like, is this a boring biscuit? Uh, no. no. Suddenly, fireworks. Exactly. A lot of butter is is what I'm getting. Yeah. A lot of well, butter and a lot of salt, which are two of my favourite foods. Oh, gosh, yeah. I absolutely love both. I really mm. hope I don't get gout because that's really going to impact on my <laughs> enjoyment of life. 100% will die of gout. Possibly. I think it's called the King's Disease. Pretty fancy. Mm, pretty fancy. <laughs> it's uh, one tier down from Emperor, unfortunately, so <laughs> I'll be fine. That aftertaste is incredible. Yeah. Comes on so so subtly. You, you start mm. off and you're like, oh yeah, okay, fine, it's a biscuit, um, a little bit sweet, and then all of a sudden, bam! You really don't see it coming. Mm. It's rich, isn't it? It seems like it wouldn't be. Yeah, humble beginnings. Yeah? Humble beginnings. I think my uh... and then blows your fucking head off. Yeah, you know, you like to do that. Yeah, Tony Blair. I, I think both our costumes are very appropriate. <laughs> yeah, the Napoleon fellow as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any books on him? On Napoleon. There's quite a few on Tony yeah. Blair, you know. I wonder if history will remember Tony Blair as fondly as it remembers Napoleon Bonaparte. Quite possibly. He did a lot of kind of superficial things, you know, like playing guitars. Like, yeah, I play guitar. I'm, I'm kind of cool. Mm. Yeah, I can do a photo shoot where I kick a football without looking like a total idiot. Napoleon was good at maths. Nerd! <laughs> <laughs> I say I could eat these all day, but I'm like halfway through one and I always already feel like I've had my lot for the day. Like, this is too indulgent to have... Mm. much more that's right because we've only eaten one mm. i feel like we've eaten a lot more than that mm. and then had like a side of butter in a bowl that i've just yeah. like slurped down as well the only problem with this costume is it is it is very hot especially after that extremely buttery biscuit i'm, I'm feeling quite hot now yeah or you could take the hat off or at least turn it around the right way no. i think that hat's on the right way it is on the right way and i'm not taking it off despite how incredibly rich this is maybe this is just because i'm my my poor potato birds just <laughs> taste this and it's like oh wow goodness this is like you know the king's biscuit but in France, where they where they're used to you know the fine life. I can't remember what fine life is in French. Italian is dolce vita. Oh, um, petit filou. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, hundred percent. Yeah, like the yogurts. <laughs> you've you've called my bluff. <laughs> <laughs> is all your knowledge of French from like little sweets they sell in the supermarket? Yeah, it's all through advertising. Okay. Yeah. Well, looking at the nutritional information, which I don't like to do with biscuits because you're not eating biscuits because you're trying to get healthy. Yeah. You're eating biscuits because you just need a little bit of happiness in an otherwise dark, <laughs> sad moment. Yeah, not actually that bad for you. You could have three of these and it'd be less than 20% of your daily saturated fat recommendation. Actually, it's quite a lot. That is quite a lot. Yeah. And we are going to be doing that, aren't we? Yeah, but then I've still got another 80% to play with. So yeah, right, I can yeah, still yeah. go home and eat my traditional block of butter before bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The taste doesn't linger too much either. It's not too, like, cloying. I've had one of those biscuits. We've talked for a while. My mouth is it still tastes of butter. In a good way? Yeah. But I would say it is definitely lingering in my mouth. Okay. I don't find it sickly yet. Yes. Yeah. Also, we haven't had any liquids. Mm -hmm. That was a dry tasting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Completely dry mouths when we put the biscuits into the mouths. Mm -hmm. But now 
it feels like my mouth is full of liquid, full of butter. That's true, actually, yeah. And when I I first bit into it, I was like, oh, yeah, it's just another dry malted milk. Mm. Okay, here we go. Back to the dark times. And then all of a sudden, bam, butter, excitement, salt. My body is literally creating more saliva so that I can consume more of the biscuits. So you can chew them with your 52 teeth. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel, and I'm certain our listeners feel, that that was worth the weight Mm, oh yeah um i'm sure there's a lot of people out there who thinking you know what actually guys i was kind of annoyed i thought you'd uh pull a bit of a fast one i was thinking about reporting this to someone but fair play you proven me wrong you had a plan all along and i would be made whole in the end and i would say to anyone who's consumed any kind of international worldwide global biscuit review podcast or definitely human thing who feels that way whether it's this podcast whether it's people who've uh, bought the anti-bliss program trust us trust us trust us trust us trust so um we should have a little score for these biscuits yes i believe we should you want to go first no i think you should go first okay all right then yeah because i'm feeling uh pretty confident in myself now that um i'm dressed as this new character uh anthony blair now that i'm dressed as my character um yeah i feel like i would rather you went first i i could then sort of study and see how you do okay you think you're gaining some kind of strategic advantage from i'm from not me, okay? saying that i'm not not saying that okay um, what do you think i feel like maybe you're playing like five-dimensional chess here <laughs> and i can't even i don't even know which way the pieces moved yes it's tactics okay yeah it's not that I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. It's tactics. Because I think the response to this is going to be, I'm probably going to lash out out of fear that mm, I'm going to be smart. left embarrassed or something. Very tactical. Of um, pride and also insecurity. I'm mm. probably going to just lash out and go with an even bigger response. Oh. Yeah. Okay. On that note, for taste then. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> He's got his hands covering his face. He's hunched over. He's a, he's a wreck. <sighs> okay, right. Now, usually with biscuits that we review, because we've done a lot of British biscuits, mm-hmm. you're trying to think, okay, what are the things I liked about that? And what kind of points would I give that? Yeah, that'd be a normal way to do it. With this, I'm thinking like, what didn't I like about that? Okay. You know? Mm. If there's one thing I didn't like about it, it was over too soon. <laughs> I wanted a bigger biscuit. Right. If I could have my time again with the taste section, mm. I had like quite small bites. I'd take a big fuck off bite, like two thirds of the biscuit in one go. It sounds more like you're scoring yourself, <laughs> but we need you to score the biscuit, Dave. Okay. All right, then. I'm going oh, to... God. He's, he's doing like the gun gesture with his <laughs> fingers, but he's pointing at his head. <laughs> this is tough. I just... <laughs> I feel, I'm, I'm a bit worried, David, I'll be honest with you. Don't don't put this on the recording. Okay. But yeah, I think maybe we're in over our head with this one. What? I think maybe I don't have the I don't have the ability to review this and score it accurately. I think it's too it's too big for me. Dave, come on, we're we're back. This is like our big comeback, and we've got to show that we're confident and that we know what we're doing. Think about our costumes, right? Like we're yeah. we're important people, and we're making big important changes in the world. Okay. Also, it's all about how you present. You know, powerful. Okay. Mm. Mm. we're back mm. we're doing important work and don't forget you know we've got the surprise coming up okay that's the listeners okay, are very yeah. excited yeah, about okay. we put that together so if we can put that together then we must be up to it exactly okay yeah. right okay thanks thanks i needed that yeah 
Wow, you're a great leader. Thank um, you. I don't know what this Napoleon guy did, but maybe maybe he should have been a, a leader of some sort. Um, but yeah, for the for the score then, um, for taste, yeah, I, you know what? Mm-hmm. Yes, seventy bliss. You know what? That's the problem again. Bogged down in details. Right. Just need to go with go with your gut instinct. Yes. Even if it's a problem, even if it's mm-hmm. stupid, even mm-hmm. if it's poorly thought through. Yeah. Maybe it'll come back to bite you in the ass later. But maybe you can just take out another loan to pay off the previous loan. So, you know, you'll be fine. Yeah. So, five. Whoa! Wow! Yeah. Five! Yeah. I mean, it, it is out of five, listeners. It's, oh, yeah. It's five yeah. out of five. That's it's, the score. It's top marks. I, can, I couldn't fault it. That is wait, wait, incredible. Let wait, let me think. Let me think. What, wait, what are you... Don't, what are you second guessing? So I've got this little voice in the back of my head saying like, maybe this was the wrong decision, mm-hmm. Tony. I mean, David, <laughs> um, maybe, maybe you shouldn't go all in on this one. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should kind of just pull back because maybe you, you so haven't how, got... How big did you say this voice was? It was, uh, it was it's a, it's it kind was, of growing. Right, but it's a little voice. At the moment, yeah. It's a little voice. Yeah. And and you're a, you're a big boy. Yeah. I'm so you're boy. bigger than the voice. Yeah, right. yeah, I'm bigger than the voice. Yeah, you're bigger than the voice. Shut up, voice. Yeah, shut up, voice. Yeah, okay, shut yeah. up, voice. Shut up, in a voice. All right, then, yeah, fucking five. Yeah. Five! Wow, what a comeback. And okay. and that is so nice for the fans mm. to hear a five on this Christmas special. Oh, exactly, yeah. Um, and, and what could be more Christmassy? We haven't really done a lot with the Christmas thing. Well, I know, exactly. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think I kind of find it's a bit gimmicky when shows go all in on the sort of the Christmas special thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad that we're sort of keeping it subtle. This well, yeah, year. exactly. We're keeping it real because you don't want to put in too much effort with the festivities. It's yeah. all about the gift giving. Exactly. Um, and yeah, so we've just given given the listeners the gift of a five. Wow. And also Le Petit Beur. And they are, they are thankful too, I assume. Yeah. Wow. All right, then. Mm. Napoleon. Yeah, I'm feeling it as well. I'm feeling incredibly powerful. I'm mm. feeling very, very powerful. And I'm feeling like I'm so powerful that whatever I say is right, even if other people disagree. Does, does that make sense? Like, yeah. you know, some people might say, like, it's deranged to have these thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, because I, because I'm I'm powerful and important. And what I think and say is right. Exactly. And it's like the way you just kind of advise me not to listen to the inner voice. Mm. Um, don't listen to the outer voices either. Good point. And that's the great thing about this show. It's not just about reviewing biscuits. Obviously, that's the focus. And that's mm. mostly what mm. we do here. Mm. But there's also a lot of advice in there. Exactly. Yeah. And this is free. So imagine how how much you can get if you subscribe to the Full Entity List program. Exactly. Yeah. This is just a taster. <laughs> yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. Or is it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to go for a 4.5 strong yeah strong. extremely strong yeah uh, the only reason I'm not giving it a 5 yeah. mm-hmm. uh, is because I'm a 5 and the biscuit's not as good as I am okay alright so that's, okay. that's my feeling about that but yeah 4.5 very strong now normally up next mm-hmm. we would go over the history of the biscuit great I cannot wait to find out all about the history of this biscuit. But we won't be doing that today. Why not? Do you want to know why? I do want to know that. Because I fucked up the ordering. I oh. forgot which order they came in because, again, we're a little bit rusty. We're a little bit rusty. Yeah, yeah. Some of us are maybe a little bit more yeah. rusty than others. Um, well, you know, you could have jumped in there and said, hey, you're doing the history early, but you didn't. So, you know, who's really at fault? The, the one who made the fault or the one who allowed the fault to happen? Never interrupt an enemy when they make a mistake. <laughs> Just a little bit of advice from a certain Mr. Bonaparte. Oh, right. Mm. Okay, then. Are we at war? Hmm. What do you think? I need to consult my good friend and ally in the Coalition of the Willing. Mm. Are we at war with France, George? 
We're at war. On that bombshell, should we get into texture? Put the kettle on. Do you know what I really love about this? Um, what, the podcast or this the, particular section? The podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. This particular episode, I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is we're just really having a good time, just really enjoying ourselves, and that's the focus. And I presume that the show reflects that quality-wise. Because sometimes, and let's say we've done this in the past, you think, okay, people are going to give us 45 minutes of their precious time. We can't waste that. Exactly. But it's, you know, you, you're focusing on delivering for them instead of delivering for yourself. And that's not very empty bliss. That's not empty bliss at all. Mm. That's thinking about others. Yeah. It's time for texture then. So we're going to dunk these um, little French bad boys, see how they respond. Yeah, because although it's the texture segment, it's it's really the bit where we, we dunk the biscuit in the tea. Yeah. Which is a very british thing yeah. i don't know if anyone else does that well i'm gonna go say pre-dunk it's got a good crunch to it i like how thin it is mm, i do but i'm so into the butter i there's part of me that wishes this was like half an inch thick <laughs> like a chocolate bar or something we wouldn't make it through the show quite possibly not but my god the the bliss you get from that what a way to go yeah yeah, and it goes goes very crumbly very quickly. But again, not dry though. It's not dry. It's not like you're just filling your mouth with dust. Slightly worried. Go on. It's already a tsunami in my mouth. Yeah. What is more liquid going to do here? Do you know what I mean? Shit, I'm a, yeah. I'm a okay. little bit worried about, is this going to kill the biscuit? You know? Do you think you're about to get waterboarded by a biscuit? I'm just worried this is my Waterloo, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Great song. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay. So I went for a brief dunk, mm-hmm. took a bite, and immediately thought this was a mistake. Yeah. This was not meant to be. But then that butter comes back. It does. Yeah. You get the tea and you're that. like, oh, I don't know, it's just like kind of like tea and biscuit form. But then all of a sudden, bang, the butter powers through. But then I bit the other part, which I dunked. And within that sort of five seconds, or in the first part, the other part just kind of turned to like mush in my mouth mm-hmm. like there was no texture whatsoever just like pure pureed biscuit and you like and that was even better yeah because you like mush i love mush mm. the spell is broken for me oh really oh yeah. dear okay what happened there was the biscuit melted away into just the butter basically yeah. mm-hmm. and without the novelty of the crunch I don't know if butter alone works. There's salt as well. There is salt. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, there is salt. I love the saltiness of them. The wow factor of a biscuit that buttery and that crunchy at the same time mm. was doing a lot of heavy lifting for me. And what's happened here is that's just been taken away. Yeah, I mean, I will say it's not a great dunk because it just turns to mush so quickly. Mm. And you do want a bit of texture, you want a bit of bite. Yeah. But we have had this problem before with non-British biscuits. Actually, non-Anglo-Saxon biscuits. <laughs> so I think the, the US biscuits actually dunked pretty well. But European biscuits... They're not dunkers. They're not dunkers. And I guess they're not designed to be, but... That's not our fault. No, exactly. I mean, okay, we made the rules. And the Petit Bur, yeah, it put itself up. So maybe if it didn't want to be a dunker, then it shouldn't have uh, come on the show in the first place. Some might say, you know, okay, it's happening so many times. Maybe change the structure of the show a little bit. Mm -hmm. No. No, absolutely not. I think you need those strict rules in place, which we also have with the Empty Bliss program, Mm -hmm. because, you know, you don't want to be like, oh, 
where am I going to go on holiday? Oh, I'm going to have to go and research it and maybe find someone new. And then you find someone, it's like, oh no, what am I going to do when I go on holiday there? What you want is something like the Empty Bliss program, which is like, right, you want to go on holiday in November? You're going to Dubai. What are you doing when you go there? You're going to the Burj Khalifa, the really tall tower, and you're going to the mall. And that's it, basically. You're just going yeah, to do that two things, yeah. for the for the five days of holiday, which you just all put on your credit card. No thought. No, I'm going. I know the Instagram photos I got to take. So, you know, that's what this show is about. It's about having the rules and the, you know, the petty bird came on and it was like, you know, I got my own way of doing things. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I don't think so. You obey our rules in this yeah. house and you get dunked. And yeah, I got to say, well, I like the mush. Mm. Well, I like the way the butter just fucking powers through the tea. Mm. It's not a great dunker. Do you think you're ready to score it? Oh, yeah, 100%. So uh, you go first. Okay, um, two. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't give it a one because, wow. again, I like the way the butter powered through. And, you know, there's still, you know, still got some of that, you know, that tastiness. But, uh, yeah, ultimately, if you gave me this biscuit, I would choose not to dunk it at all. Wouldn't even do half and half. No dunk. Wow, from, from five to two. Mm. Yeah. Don't want to give the same score as you did. And yet I will, too. I'm going to give it a two as well. Yeah? Yeah, because okay. I agree. I was going to give it a 2.5, but then I thought, no. It's not just middle of the road. I would prefer not to have it. I wouldn't be angry if mm-hmm. I had it, but I would prefer not to. Okay. And so two, I think, is is the appropriate score there. Okay. Well, I think, you know, great that we can be in agreement on this while we're at war. Yeah, we are two great, you know, empires. Like, there are going to be a lot of things that we agree upon. Exactly, yeah. Um, just not, you know, uh, territory. Yeah. Just like old times, eh? The dizzying highs and the devastating lows. This is like a Napoleon monologue. <laughs> Uh, no, no, I was talking about us doing Oh, right. This. Okay, sorry. Um, I feel like, you know, in case the listeners forget, we've been away for a while. It, time's flown, though, for me. It feels like yeah. hardly any time at all. We took a break mm-hmm. because, I mean, as people can probably tell from the end of season one, we were pretty frazzled. Yes. You know, the, yeah, the work yeah. was long and hard. Mm-hmm. So we we took a break. We got into Empty Bliss in a big way. Yeah. And now we're back with this... Um, the special episode um, revitalized, I would say. Oh yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm feeling pumped. I feel like I'm ready to um, just aggressively go after our uh, goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think I'm bringing 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 my best to this, living my best life. Yes, as they say. Yeah, it is your best, and that's an yeah. important point. Mm-hmm. Your best. We're not saying best generally. No, no, it's my best but informed by what I think other people would think was best. Yeah. You know, by their standards, basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, talking about other people's standards... Excellent segue. Thank you very much. We shall take a look at the online reviews for this. See what people on the internet think about Le Petit Beurre. Okay, so we're going to kick off with Old Blighty, the United Kingdom, Amazon. Um, seven reviews, so not very many. Uh, average review, 4.5 out of 5. You say that's pretty mm-hmm. spot on. Yeah. Me, yeah, I am a man of the people after all. Uh, exa- exactly, yeah, a leader. Because they see not themselves in me, but what they could be, what they aspire to be. Like mm-hmm. anything is possible. Yeah. I mean, not really, of course, but that's what they see. Whereas in me, they see like, yeah, he's kind of like me. He's got kind of a bit of a crap haircut mm. and not a great suit, very middle of the road tastes. And so that they can relate to me because I'm almost like mirror, mirror image of them. So first review, um, just three, three stars out of five. Um, what? Yeah, not the original. This biscuit is not the same as the original Lume that can be bought in shops. 
There's no taste of salt. It was just a petty bird biscuit, not worth the price. And that was from Bob Dylan. Is <laughs> <laughs> it really? Yeah, yeah. I yeah s- not one of his better works. <laughs> it doesn't quite have the same rhythm as yeah. some of the hits, but, you know, he's pushing himself into, into new ways. But yeah, I assume Amazon has a pretty sophisticated verification system. For a company of that size, imagine you probably have to give two forms of ID to get that account. The thing that irritates me about reviews like that, mm-hmm. it's always the same thing. They're marking it down because it's not like what they used to make. Yeah. Look inward. It is like what they used to make. You're different. Accept it. Move on. Uh, dangerous advice there, David. I think danger, danger. Look inward, really? Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm forgetting the empty bliss mm. doctrine, um, the, the the seminar. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, informed my views that I have now. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, um, yeah. lo- lost myself there. Exactly, you're on a journey inwards, where you want to be going on a journey outwards. Yes. If you find there is something wrong, something you're not happy with, don't ask. Oh, is this something wrong with me? No, lash out. You're right. Yep. Okay. Yep. Attack. Attack. Yes, old David would have had those opinions. New mm. David is on the side of Bob Dylan. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, next one. Um, it's from uh, Betsy. Four stars out of five. Uh, headline of the review, Broken Biscuits. Oh, did you oh. get them for her? <laughs> Roger the review. Price is very high. Plus two of the six packs had broken corners. I cannot serve them to visitors, but all right for serving to family. So... Sorry, Betsy's family. I like that you have visitor biscuits. Like, you couldn't give a visitor a broken biscuit. I can't even get inside this person's headspace. Yeah. It's like we've got, like, yeah, table wine and fancy wine. We've got table biscuits and visitor biscuits. Yeah. Broken corners. Not broken in half. Not, like, crumbled up. Yeah. Like, a little bit of the corner was snapped off. She clearly likes the ears. She's a fan of the ears. Yeah, likes to to nibble the ears, or Betsy does. She might not be old. Um... (laughs) But she definitely nibbles ears. Loves nibble ears. So next up, we've got a five star here. Finally, yeah, from Michelle uh, Rajam uh, says crisp, buttery, not too sweet or calorific. Perfect. Um, that was the, the headline of the review. Perfect memory of a French childhood. Doesn't overpower accompanying things. If any, fine on his own too. Beats rich tea and even digestive as a plainish biscuit. Fuck! How can you? You can describe this as many things, but plain. This is not 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 even a plain-ish biscuit. This person said that they reminded them of. It's a perfect memory of a French childhood. Is that their French childhood or a hypothetical French childhood? If it's their French childhood, then maybe that makes sense. Maybe this in France, maybe this is a plain biscuit, and we can't even conceive of the fantastical yeah. delights that they have for those with a I'm, sweet tooth. The only thing I can imagine, it, it's the half-inch thick petit beurre. That's the only thing I can imagine. <laughs> Next one, uh, UK, again, five stars from Mimi. Title of the review, authentic product. Body of the review, very good. It smells pure butter. Remind me France, same recipe. Well, Mimi, remind me France too. Remind me France too, yeah. It does smell pure butter. Oh, yes, it does. Okay, uh, so got... 
one here. This is, this is a uh, one of Amazon's top one thousand reviewers. Okay, so we're dealing with a pro reviewer. Oh, okay. So How do you know maybe they have maybe like we'll a... learn learn a thing or two. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <wow. that> wrong. <laughs> um, do they have like a medal or something? Yeah, or they got a little, we... little kind of medal next to their name. This is this is D. Uh, four four stars. You can tell D's a pro because you know not not just chucking out five stars yeah, because yeah. <laughs> what kind of fucking amateur gives them five stars? <laughs> Title the review. Nice. So nice. Good taste. Fab with cheese. Any cheese, as long as it's strong. The salt comes as an aftertaste. Fab. Or have with coffee or tea. The sweetest. Fab. Magical biscuits. My new go-to. Also gave to my sis. She loves loves them with the old cheese too. Fab. Hmm. Did they like it? Um, she said fab about four times. Mm. Um, how many with cheese is an interesting one. Like, you're not getting enough dairy on this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like butter, salt, and cheese. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Can, yeah. Just, oh, it's a lovely piece of cheddar. Yeah. Can you pass the butter, please? I'm going to spread some on top. <laughs> um so this is from stella floella uh five stars not mm. a pro why can't brits bake a biscuit as delicious good fucking <laughs> question i could write an essay about how delicious are these biscuits i won't but believe me for a simply delectable snack these are superb was with her 100 percent until the word delectable, delectable. Yeah. yeah um but yeah why can't the brits bake a biscuit as delicious i think they choose not to i think so too i think there's a reluctance to even consider mm. what you could do with a biscuit i think the problem with brits are you speaking as Napoleon or David right now? Both. Okay. They like to present as being flashy, being something you might not have expected, being new and interesting and different. But really, deep down, behind the facade, it's the same old conservative traditional values. Stingy, Cromwellian Protestantism, no fun allowed. Exactly. And if you're having fun, you're probably a shirker. There was some point where we all sort of decided that that was who we were. Yeah. And any attempts to kind of bring something new in is always just the same old thing, but yeah. dressed up. Okay, so there's uh, the Brits taking a task. Good job, Napoleon. Um, last one from the UK. So it's Morgan. Two out of five, too salty. I used to love this biscuit, but I prefer the French and old version of it. This has way too much salt and were difficult for me to finish. <sighs> Morgan, just there, just, just unseasoned food every night. Just vegetables. <laughs> how, do you, how do you have your vegetables? Just boiled, please. Yes, plain, please. Yeah. What a flavorless life. But ironically, also quite salty opinions. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's hmm. right. Yeah. Um, okay, and then finally, Amazon USA. Oh, USA. nice. Yeah, God bless America. God bless America. Average score, 130 odd reviews. Average score, 4.6 out of 5. So there's that American enthusiasm coming out, you know, the high energy. Woo! This is from Dak. Five stars, all caps. The best, most delicious classic cookie. What Oreos are to American kids, Petit Beurre is to French kids. These are old school, classic cookies. These are the original Petit Beurre. Others are the same shape, but not the same consistency and quality and flavor. When you open the package, you smell the butter. You do. You do. Mm. My French grandmother used to make a tiramisu-like dessert by dipping them in espresso, layering with a custard made with rum, dusted with cocoa powder, and refrigerated overnight. God mm. damn, that sounds, that sounds amazing. Really the next day, the cookies are transferred into a cake layer. Oh my God, you then put that into a cake. Sadly, Mondelez stopped selling the plain, very versatile Petit Beurre cookies in North America. Only the chocolate-dipped Petit Ecolier. Wow. 
Okay, which the chocolate is so thick, I have used a potato peeler to shave it down as fast as I can, or it starts melting in my hand and going up my peeler. Wow. I stack there with a potato peeler and a biscuit trying yeah. to shave it off. That review had everything, didn't it? Anecdotes, funny stuff. Um, and action. And it had action, and it reviewed the product. Yeah. If people find out they can get similar quality content to this show just by going on Amazon, we'd be out of business. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, maybe cut this section. Yeah. I forgot how much of a physical uh, trial this yes. show is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I've lost that um, that kind of muscle memory. Mm. Um, for yeah, I mean, to... we're a little bit rusty. Yeah. We're a little bit rusty. But that's fine. This is about, you know, this is just part of the training, mm. um, which we're going to need for the little yeah, special for... reveal, the I little don't, treat, don't, the don't little present. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, just hold off. A little bit longer, yeah. people. Present because, as we said earlier, it's Christmas. We're it's doing Christmas. Christmas yes. It's all about receiving. So we're going to give yeah, you yeah. something. It's close now, Christmas, I assume. Yeah. So hope you've uh, put in all your present requests. Yeah. Because you want to make sure you've got lots of uh, good presents. Done your prayers to Santa Claus, whatever it is you do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and ho, 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 and Merry Christmas. And all that kind of stuff. We're not really big on Christmas. So that's why we haven't played that up so much in, in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It is a Christmas special, though. So we want the brand recognition mm-hmm. without kind of doing any of the stuff associated with the brand. Yeah. We basically just want to like slap Christmas special yeah. colon to the start of the exactly. episode. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. it. You know, um, I pay my taxes. I don't have to do any more than that. Okay. So, yeah, final segment. It's the big one the biscuitness. The biscuitness. I feel like this is to France what like a, a malted milk or a rich tea would be to the UK. And that is shocking. Because the malted milk sucks. Exactly. And this is so good. It shows you how, how much higher the quality of life yeah. is in mainland Europe. But thankfully now because of Brexit, once that all goes through imminently, we won't have to hear about that anymore. So we won't we won't we won't have to be aware of what we could have had, what we could be living. Although I should say, my grandmother actually lived in France, so I think I'm probably, you know, half half French, maybe half, maybe not quite as much as half. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm kind of a man of. Joie de vie, that's what I was thinking of earlier. Because <laughs> you were looking at me, and you were like, ah, <laughs> Eureka. This is a man with a lot of joie de vie. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. all the gesticulating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's probably my Frenchness coming out because, as I said, my grandmother lived in France. Yeah, I went to Normandy once on a school trip. It was horrible. We went to see the bits of like the beaches where they landed in World War II. Mm. I think we were staying like this dormitory, which I think was attached to a school or something i just remember the french kids in the school were horrible i think they all wanted to just beat us up in the playground oh yeah. the french kids were all really nice to me but maybe that's because they saw me as one of them because oh, i'm david oh david you're just like us hey, like yes some i am yeah. I smoke some cigarettes yeah exactly okay does, does, does this feel like a childhood biscuit to you then i don't know if i had these exact biscuits mm-hmm. but i did have french biscuits when i was a kid mm-hmm. and then obviously you know we had um Croissant. 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 Is how, yeah. is how we pronounce it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, pastries with chocolate in them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, various different kinds. So I have a lot of nostalgia attached. So in that way, yeah. very biscuity, because as, as we know, biscuitness and nostalgia forever entwined. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I would say this is a moderately biscuity biscuit. Ooh, a moderately biscuity mm. biscuit. Okay, I love the non-committal uh, <laughs> assessment of that. Um, yeah, it's like a, intellectually, I'm like, yeah, it's very biscuity. It is old, as yep. biscuits go anyway. It's the shape of a familiar biscuit. Yes. It's the texture of a familiar biscuit. Correct. If it was just like in a lineup of biscuits. Mm-hmm. Like a police lineup. Yeah, yeah. a police lineup. 
And they said, you know, pick up the imposter. Yeah. What, what would the lines be that you would uh, have to get them to say? <laughs> Give me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I actually couldn't have to say anything because then he was speaking French. And I'd be like, bam, that's ah, the one. That's right, so yeah. it'd have to be a silent liner. Yeah. And I had to pick one out just on sight. I wouldn't be able to. Yeah. And if they let me have just, you know, try the texture of the biscuits somehow, like, I mean, touch them um, in this liner. Um, <laughs> this line up, yeah. yeah. I still wouldn't be able to, but then you have the taste and it's like, whoa, hang on. No, something's not right here. This is far too rich. This is like almost like a dessert. Mm. If you serve this to me after a a fine meal of boiled vegetables uh, with no seasoning (laughs) and possibly some wafer thin ham. Very watery gravy, perhaps. Oh, yeah, Yeah. very watery, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Bisto gravy, which is mainly hot water. Yeah. and then serve me some of these biscuits afterwards. I'd be like, wow, that was uh, that was kind of a bit too rich, really, for mm. for the meal, for this meal I've had. They, this is like something I expect to get in a in a fancy hotel, like Premier Inn or a Travel Lodge or something. <laughs> so yeah, so from my own experience as a as Brit, not very biscuity, I don't think. Mm. I'm starting to see it kind of in a slightly different light. Yes, on the outside it looks a certain way. It looks like your average biscuit could mm. be anyone humble origins Mm -hmm. you know and it takes advantage of that it knows what it's doing it knows that people have preconceived Mm -hmm. you know prejudices about the biscuit based on what it looks like Mm -hmm. but underneath it's a conqueror it's going to shape its environment not let its environment shape it exactly it's it's a nietzschean biscuit it's about the force to will can it impose its will on you and you saw that happen you saw that happen. yes you know i was like i had that little wobble i was like yeah yeah that's right yeah like, you know, the biscuit almost dominated me. Fortunately, though, because of the character that I am dressed as, and, you know, you, when, you, when, you, when you play a part, you kind of take on some of that, I think, you know. Again, born, born to greatness, born to be a conqueror. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was able to do battle with the biscuit and come out on top victorious. It's interesting that we both think we've won, but that can't be true. Yeah, but haven't we, like, beaten the biscuit? Like, we've formed a brief, is it Entente Cordiale to, to take, on the, <laughs> take on the biscuit? Well, no, I'm kind of on the side of the biscuit. Oh, you're I'm, on the side of the biscuit? I think I'm going to score oh, it quite highly, yeah. Did you think that I was on your side? Or did yeah. I allow you to think oh, that? Oh, my gosh. It's a wily fox. This Napoleon character is. <laughs> what would you score it for biscuitness? Okay. So biscuitness is about, you know, can I have this every day? Can I just be like, yep, yeah, cup of tea, biscuit? I think I'm just going to give it a, a two. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I mean... That pretty much lines up with what you, everything you've just been saying. So not that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I was, again, my memory, very poor. Mm-hmm. We did those previous episodes quite a few months ago now, so I don't really recall the biscuits at all. But this is probably the biscuit I've enjoyed the most. Okay. I would love to have these on a regular occasion. I feel like there's a buck coming. Yeah, exactly. There is a buck coming. They're too rich. They're too, they're too indulgent. They're too mm. delectable. <laughs> Um, and for that reason, I scored them down on biscuitness because as we have established with our British heritage... Sorry, can we agree to terms that we don't use the D word? Okay, fine. I will not use the D word anymore again. But yeah, but, but for those reasons, it's too, it's too indulgent. It's too nice to be, to be an everyday biscuit. This is, this is a treat biscuit. This is a visitor biscuit. Mm-hmm. You're trying to show off, you know. I've got Gordon Brown coming around. He wants to ask me about <laughs> being prime minister again. I'm like, oh, fucking hell. Get the petty birds out. We've got to try and keep them happy. Yeah. Oh, God, this one's corner's broken. What am I going to do? <laughs> Give it to bloody Sherry then. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to give it a 3.5. I think it's a biscuity biscuit because as I don't know if I mentioned my grandmother actually lived in France for a while when I was, uh, when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so I'm basically uh, French as well. So for me, quite a normal biscuit. So fantastic on taste. Yes. Terrible on texture and mixed on, on biscuitness. It's a bit of a uh, enigma. Yeah. Mm. So there you go. That's the, that's the show. That's the whole thing. We've done the taste. Mm-hmm. We've done the texture. We've done yep. the biscuitness. We've done the history. Yeah. And we did all the stuff at the beginning, talking about you know our costumes, yep. what the packet looks like. Yeah. You know, all the classic stuff. Fabulous reviews. That yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All the classic stuff that our listeners expect from mm-hmm. the International Worldwide Global Biscuit Review Podcast. And I've got to say. I think we nailed it. Yeah, I I did too. You know, people said, why are you going back to the well? It's clearly mm-hmm. dry. You've mm-hmm. been away for so long. Just stop flogging a dead horse. The, yep. It's been so long. In fact, there isn't even a carcass. There's no there's no bones. It's just turned to dust. You're just flogging the road now. And you're like, mom, get off my case. Yeah, it is a proper job, okay? And But we, I think we've just proven that, we, you know, not only can we still do it, that we can do it better. Better. Bigger stronger faster Mm, no No, that doesn't quite work okay no same pace maybe a little bit slower actually because we have more content and also i think like you know it's not just about the biscuits Mm -hmm. it's about us dare i say that we have become a reason for people to tune in it's not just the objective biscuit reviews but maybe the personalities uh, yeah either they're, they're either looking at us being like wow i can learn from these guys mm. or they're thinking wow i'm glad i'm not these guys but either way yeah. it's a service well um great episode uh merry christmas yeah merry and christmas. Um, i guess i'll see you again when i see you yeah bye yeah. david uh, all right bye. Well, see you bye, bye. That's right, because the big reveal of what we've been teasing for. Yeah, uh, yeah, we, de- we we teased it a couple of times. Yeah. We probably could have teased it a bit more. Yeah, but then it just kind of gets annoying. That's right. Hopefully it was just right. And hopefully it wasn't so subtle and low-key people like, oh, uh, what are we talking about now? now? What are we yeah. talking about now? Yeah. No. But maybe they are, but they're going to be even more surprised and even more thrilled That's by right. the news, which is that International World Work Global Bist Review Podcast is coming back. For another season. Oh my god! What? That is exciting, exciting news. Very exciting. But don't let your excitement levels peak just yet, David, because there's more. Because it's not just going to be a rehash. We're not going back to the well. Okay, we are going back to the well, but we're digging deeper. We're digging deeper. deeper. Deeper well. A deeper well. Deeper well. well. You know what you can do with a deeper well? More water. More content. More content. Yeah, more content. More content. I forgot that it's a metaphor. Yes, listeners, we're back. You've waited long enough. Yep, not just back from our fake walking away, but back for good. So sit down, make sure you've got any sharp objects secured away somewhere. Put on your best podcast hat put the cat outside turn off all the lights put the kettle on lock your doors and call 999 or 911 to tell them it's the international worldwide global biscuit review podcast season two interactive tastings okay so now you just want to take the biscuit between your thumb and your two fingers that's right now open your nostrils up and take a deep sniff. 
mind taste tests. Um, close your eyes. See, I did that without questioning. <laughs> you did? Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> now, I'm going to give you two biscuits. Mm-hmm. One is McVitie's, mm-hmm. one is from a petrol station. All right, then. I'm going for the first biscuit. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going for the second biscuit. Not a petrol station. <laughs> Instantly, yeah. incredible! Yeah, yeah. all yeah. right, Woo. amazing. You've you opened your eyes. <laughs> Talk me through your process. So sweet, petrol station uh, one. Okay. So sweet, yeah. McVitie's got a bit of salt, a bit more balance. That was just pure, pure fucking sugar. Not a good taste. Mm. Right, just what you're telling me is like you've killed my dog and ground it into a biscuit, and I've just eaten it. <laughs> Surprise! Oh my god! <laughs> Biscuits under the hammer. This biscuit has been absolutely crushed by a hammer. Okay. You have to tell me, what is it? Hobnob. Is that your final answer? No. You can touch no. it if you want. You can touch it if you want. Can I smell it? No. Okay. You can stick your fingers in there, rub it around a bit. Wait, is this a chocolate digestive as well? <laughs> no, no, it's not. No. Is it a Maryland cookie? No, it is not. I'm done. You're going to kick yourself. It's a chocolate hobnob. It's a chocolate hobnob. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, you know what? I've had a great time. I've really enjoyed playing. I've had a great day. I'm really sad not to have won, but I just say thanks for the experience. That was fantastic. Celebrity guests. Hello, I'm Benedict Cumberbatch. The International Worldwide Global Biscuit Review Podcast Festival. And much, much more. Wow, okay, man. Cool. Uh, that sound, it sounded good when we recorded it, but it sounded even better hearing back to the preview. Um, I am um, so excited about season two. I'm excited too. I'm actually, for the first time in the however many episodes we've done this show, I'm mm-hmm. actually excited yeah. about the future. I think we're, we're on to something good here, you know? We really are. We really are. Yeah, so it's going to be, you know, as, as Tony Blair, we didn't say it, but as the song says at his uh, coronation, mm-hmm. um, Things can only get better. Mm, yes. So I think on that note, we'll say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. One and all. Have a great Christmas 2019. And we'll be back with season two in spring 2020. Yes. Bring on 2020. I've got a feeling it's going to be a really good year. You've been listening to the International Worldwide Global Biscuit Review Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to leave a review on iTunes and spread the hashtag AntiBlissLifestyle online. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash definitelyhuman where you'll find loads of extra hashtag content. And follow us on Twitter at IWGBRP. I'm David Price, he's David Knight. We wish you a Merry Christmas and we'll see you next year. And remember, hope is dead. Have a great week.